Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode we're looking at Project Grudge Report 13. That's correct, Project Grudge Report 13. Now this is definitely a trip into some high strangeness as it involves alien human mutilations. Not the alien cattle mutilations that we normally talk about, but we're talking about possible alien on human mutilations. A very dark subject, but it's something I think is important to cover. I've had some requests for it. Now, this article comes to us from history.com. It does not have an author listed. Uh, it begins by saying the details are both grisly and strangely surgical. Corpses found under the open sky with their eyes plucked out, tongues removed, and private parts excised, all extracted with the most utmost precision and leaving not a drop of blood. Sounds just like the cattle mutilations. Reports of such unexplainable mutilations carried on on both humans and animals have baffled investigators for decades, leading to speculation about whether the perpetrators might be otherworldly beings conducting biological experiments on Earth's inhabitants. While scores of reports have emerged from the U.S. Western and Midwestern states detailing mysterious bloodless animal mutilations, human cases have been far less common and often much sketchier in their documentation. Well, of course, it's, you know, if a human's found mutilated, they're not going to leave it laying out there for a week for the predators to come after. So there's less time for people to investigate it. It's less public. And, you know, obviously law enforcement doesn't want something this scary uh, to stampede the public. So it's, it's going to be harder to find information on. It says, one of the most shocking cases, the Lubbock Cunningham case, involves an American Air Force sergeant allegedly abducted by a saucer-like craft after which his cleanly mutilated body was found in the New Mexico desert. In UFOlogy circles, reports have circulated that the case was studied by Project Grudge, one of the earliest U.S. Air Force programs tasked with investigating sightings of unidentified flying objects in the years after World War II. Project Grudge was a short-lived precursor to the better-known Project Blue Book, which ran from 1951 to 1969. Many documents from which are now classified. The results of the Air Force investigation into the purported abduction was allegedly a 600-page document labeled Project Grudge Report 13. Now, it's alleged because there's nothing official been released about this, but like so much other UFO stuff, we're going on second-hand information here, but we can kind of extrapolate this into reports that we do know about. It says, problem is no official information on Report 13 exists, and the U.S. government denies its very existence. So, it, so its details are known only from secondhand sources who claim to have seen and analyzed the document. One account came from controversial conspiracy theorist William Cooper, 1943-2001, who asserts he was tasked with analyzing an annotated, an annotated version of the Grudge Report 13 in the early 1970s. Now, Cooper was a controversial guy, but he did come up with some really... Some really interesting stuff. It says the other came from William English, a former Green Beret captain, who says he too was asked to analyze the document. While signed to a U.S. security service at a former Royal Air Force base in Chicksands, England. So you have these two guys that came forward claiming to be former state deep state guys. And I think both of them did actually have resumes showing that they'd worked for the government. And they're saying, yeah, this is what happened. We've had a look at this thing. English dictated two audio cassettes outlining what he remembered from the report. It talks about how these were conveyed uh, to this author, Frank jo Joseph, who wrote Military Encounters with Extraterrestrials, the Real World, the Real War of the Worlds. And he goes on and talks a little bit about that. Then it says, both recount an alleged incident on March 1956 
Air Force Sergeant Jonathan P. Lovett, who was assisting Major William Cunningham in the White Sands Missile Testing Grounds near Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico. While searching for scattered debris from a recent rocket test, Cunningham was shocked when he heard a loud scream. Thinking Lovett had perhaps been bitten by a snake, English recounts Cunningham crossed the dune to aid his partner. Then he purportedly witnessed one of the more bizarre human extraterrestrial encounters. This might be the most bizarre human and extraterrestrial encounter, in my opinion. It says, instead of finding Lovett nursing a snake bite, Cunningham, according to English, recounted seeing the soldier being dragged by a long serpentine arm wrapped around his legs, almost like a rotor rooter or something, connected to a silver disc hovering in the sky 15 to 20 feet away. Cunningham watched, frozen in horror, as Lovett was pulled inside the craft, which then rose vertically into the sky. The Major then stumbled toward his jeep and radioed for assistance. You could imagine how shocking that would have been to see your friend there with this long serpentine arm wrapped around it, like I said, almost like a rotor rooter, as it drags him up off the ground and lifts him into the air into the spacecraft. Totally helpless. Security teams arrived and, dis and the disturbed Cunningham was confined to the, to the base hospital for observation and treatment after retelling what he believed he witnessed. According to Joseph's Military Encounters book, Base personnel did confirm an unidentified radar contact near Holloman at the time Lovett vanished. The base dispatched search, particles, search parties into the desert, but it would be three days before Lovett's new corpse was discovered, some 10 miles from the site of the Lovett's abduction. From all indications, the body had been exposed to the elements for 24 to 48 hours. So he's gone for three days, but he's only been laying out here on the ground for a day or two. According to English, the report offered no explanation of what might account for the missing third day, and the autopsy performed on Lovett raised more questions than delivered answers. First question was, why had Lovett's corpse been so severely mutilated? His tongue had been cut from the lower portion of the jaw, his eyes gouged out, and his anus removed. In the Air Force Medical Examination Report pertaining to the incident, English alleges the coroner remarked on the apparent surgical skill used to remove the organs. In particular, the anus and genitalia had been neatly extracted like a plug. Perhaps most puzzling was the fact that the body had been completely drained of blood. But surprisingly, there was no vascular collapse usually associated with death by bleeding. In other words, your veins collapse when you bleed to death. Not in this case. They got the blood out of him somehow. We don't know how. Though Grudge Reports 1 through 12 have been declassified along with Report 14, no official mention or accounting of Report 13 exists. How convenient. The Lovett Cunningham case remains unsubstantiated and no follow-up reports regarding the incident, if in fact it did happen, are available. While easily disregarded as fiction, the alleged 1956 New, New Mexico incident offers intriguing parallels to other reported mutilations both past and present. In 1988, a body was allegedly found at the Guirapuranga Reservoir in Brazil. According to reports, the victim had been dead for 48 to 72 hours, but there was no sign of decomposition. The eyes, ears, tongue, and genitalia had been removed, as had the digestive organs. Officials were never able to identify the victim. It's like the same thing you find with these cattle where they remove the stomachs. They're trying to, I, I just have no idea what's going on with these things. It's just crazy. Widespread reports of livestock mutilation also contain similar details. Since the early 1970s, incidents of mutilated cattle, sheep, horses, rabbits, deer, bison, and elk have been recorded, with the bloodless corpses often lacking jaw flesh, eyes, ears, tongue, lymph nodes, and genitalia. Now, that's the first I've heard of this, rabbits and deer and bison being 
being uh, mutilated. It sounds like these things are just going after pretty much anything that breathes. In 2009, the Denver Post reported four calves were found mutilated in similar ways. NPR reported on a 2019 incident in Colorado in which five young purebred bulls mysteriously showed up dead, drained of blood, and with body parts cleanly excised. A lot of people lean toward the aliens, Harney County Sheriff's Deputy Dan Jenkins told NPR. One caller told us to look for a basic, for basically a depression under the carcass. He said that the alien ships will kind of beam the cow up and do whatever they're going to do with it, then they just drop it from a great height. So numerous did reports of cattle mutilation become in the western and midwestern states in the 1970s that the FBI asked to step in and investigate. But according to now declassified documents, they were unable to properly perform the task due to jurisdictional issues. That sounds like garbage to me. No official answer has ever been given to these strange and unsettling incidents, and they remain unsolved. So yes, we have thousands upon thousands of mutilated cattle uh, unsolved, and we also have some human mutilation, mutilation cases uh, that are very similar to these that are also unsolved. Now, I want to take another look at this uh, the situation involving this uh, alien human mutilation. So I want to finish up with this report that I found on uh, alien animal alien human uh, mutilation. I won't go through the whole thing, but we'll go through the highlights and then I'll post a link at the Buy Me A Coffee website. Pretty weird stuff. It says by C by G. Cope Shelbourne. And he starts off, he says, in this, if this case is authentically UFO related, and at this time I have no reason to believe it is not, then all of us are going to have to reevaluate to one degree or another our tentative to conclusions, blah, blah, blah. And then it, it gets into this case about this fellow that was found mutilated down there in Brazil. It says the body was in perfect condition, rigor mortis had not set in, and it was estimated that the victim had been killed approximately 48 to 72 hours previously. Look, rigor mortis sets in way before 48 to 72 hours, I can tell you that. There were no signs of animal predation or putrefaction, which might be expected. Strangely, there was no order to the cadaver. Bleeding from the wounds had been minimal. The black coloration found in the face area and other places when the photo is partly due to low light exposure of when this photo and others were taken. It is also partly due to coagulated blood in the wounded areas. And then it says the report states there has been a, a removal of extensive tissue along many parts of the face, head, and neck of the victim. There has also been extraction of ocular tissue at your eyes and audit auditive internal and external organs, your ears, and entire parts of the head. The tongue and several muscles were also extracted. The kind of cuts on the cadaver are what we have come to expect in UFO-related animal mutilation cases. A primary interest is their precision. The surgery, or butchery if you will, was done with agility and care and probably with speed. The lack of profuse bleeding suggests that the use of a laser-like instrument producing acute heat thus cauterizing almost immediately the edge of the wounds. Yeah, I've also heard that there's that this people have examined these things and said no, these are not laser cuts. There's they're as precise as laser cuts, but they don't leave the cauterization uh, evidence behind like a laser cut does. There's something different than that. This is a speculation on my part. It says, however, although there are numerous precedents, precedents many of the cases studied by Dr. John Alshuter in the United States exhibit this kind of high heat rapid surgery. Whether it would still be possible to test fragment the flesh of the victim wound area is doubtful. Then it goes on here. It says, face and upper torso with arms outstretched. Perhaps it is best to begin here with several quotes from the autopsy. 
He says, the auxiliary regions on both sides showed soft spots where organs had been removed and seizures where doctors stated that these wounds were quite uncommon. The report also observes shoulders and arms have perforations one to one and a half inches in diameter where issue where tissue and muscle were extracted. The edges of the perforations were uniform and so was their size. The chest had shrunk due to the removal of internal organs. Now this is just terrible what's happened to this guy. I mean this this victim has been has just been uh, mutilated in the most surgical way possible. He goes on to list some more of the wounds here. It says, uh, it talks about the left side of the victim's head, a close-up of the torso, including the thighs. I mean, they were just all over this guy. Then it says on the st- when they when they put the the corpse on his stomach, it says the autopsy report specifies removal of the anus and a hole between the second and third toes. That you know that, that whole thing with the toes. You know, we have a lot of cases where these uh, implants are removed where they're in the feet. For, for whatever reason, it took out the guy's anus. Same thing was he at the cattle. What is most compelling about the anal incision and the extraction of the anal and digestive tract tissue is that it is a carbon copy of the surgery I've seen in so many UFO-related animal mutilation cases. Yeah, they're treating humans just like animals. Then it has some commentary here. It says, first it would seem a fortuitous turn of events that the ufologist in Carney and Saputo Garcia had the right friends in the right places at the right time. Yeah, he says he got this stuff from his cousin who worked in the police department. Like a lot of this stuff, we don't have any uh, official government uh, release of data. We have stuff that's been smuggled out to us. It almost seems like that's the best that we can hope to. We have this guy's, and we don't even know who the guy was. Apparently, they did identify him at some point, but they agreed to keep his identity anonymous to protect the family. But they found this guy laying alongside the reservoir. He'd been there for uh, dead for a couple days. They say rigor mortis hadn't set in. His flesh hadn't started to decompose. And he's just been literally mutilated from top to bottom, it sounds like. Dropped there. No tracks. Uh, you know, nothing's apparently eating on him. Uh, it says, we have seen in the past, especially in Brazil, many cases where human beings have been attacked by UFOs and other occupants. This is an undeniable reality that many researchers do not want to face. The phenomena chupa-chupa or suck-suck phenomena, which occurred in the Amazon and northeastern part of the country in the 70s and 80s, produced hundreds of injured people and ultimately some fatalities. These mostly impoverished people were usually attacked by small probes. Yeah, yeah, I can remember some of these cases. We've talked about this before in the podcast. Probably unmanned. Little burns, but a significant loss of blood. Thus, the suck-suck appellation. During their encounters, some such as Luis Fernandez Barroso suffered appreciable mental as well as physical incapacitation. Barroso's mind was reduced to that of a two-year-old long before his death. In other words, he had a complete psychotic break. You might remember, and we've covered this in a podcast some years ago in Brazil, they had these cases where these they looked like little tiny drones. Of course, this is before drones were even you know a thing. And they would fly around in these little impoverished villages, attack people, latch onto them, and suck blood out of them. And, and it just caused an absolute hell on earth for these people. It says, in North America, reports of brutal manhandling by UFO occupants are much rare. If homicidal, UFO-related human mutilations have taken place, they have either gone unrecognized for what they really are or have been adeptly covered up by official intervention. Whatever the truth may be, the Gurupingan Reservoir case and the startling photos which accompany it should give us pause for thought. Well, this is kind of the problem with with us Americans. If it doesn't uh, happen to us, 
then we kind of think, well, it didn't happen. Yeah, they got the picture of this poor guy here. And before you look on it, I got to tell you, it's gruesome. I'll go ahead and I'll put a link to the Buy Me a Coffee site. Then they're not kidding. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. When they say that that uh, these uh, wounds are surgical, absolutely. Now this guy's down here in Brazil, laying next to his reservoir. You know, with all the the wildlife and and the and the carrying feeders they have down there, you would have thought something would have would have torn this body up, done some damage to it, something. But this is just a terribly disturbing case, a horrible, a horrible crime committed against this poor man. But in 1988, and it's in Brazil, and you know it gets just no coverage at all in the UFO, uh, in the, in the UFO space. Just like these people talking about this suck suck phenomenon, where these little uh, alien type drones were flying around villages, attacking people, sucking blood out of them. I know it sounds crazy, but that's the stories that have related to people and when they bring the body to you and they show you pictures of this body how it's been uh you know just horribly mutilated you have to say to yourself something's happening here and this definitely for all intent and purpose looks like a non-human activity and that's what i have to you for today as far as the lines of uh, human mutilation and we have the two cases for the, from the guys back in the uh, missile base where the one fellow was uh, was allegedly abducted by this ufo and then later found mutilated and then this poor man down in in, uh, in brazil either way it's upsetting either way it does have a lot of parallels to the uh, cattle mutilation cases that we've become so familiar with until next time this is ufo warning over and out